Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for tuning in to WWD Voices. Today, we're going to be speaking with the founder of a sustainable apparel brand, PACA. Chris Cody, welcome to WWD Voices. I, um, I I know very little about your company, except that, um, or in you, except that uh, you like furry animals, you climb mountains, and you're into sustainability. Is that right? <laughs> Those are the top three points right now in my life. <laughs> so, so what was uh, what is Packer? What do you offer? And what was the impetus behind uh, launching it? it? There was originally no business plan. It just came from a backpacking trip, roughing it through South America. I was actually working with monkeys in Bolivia. And while crossing over the Andes Mountains, came across this really soft alpaca sweater that this grandmother had, um, like this artisan had had woven. And so I brought it back with me to the United States. And every time I wore it, you know, people would always come up and ask where it came from. And I, I realized people, they know cashmere in the U.S., they know merino, but people, uh, it, it just wasn't a familiar sort of fiber and i was blown away by how soft it was how lightweight it was all these qualities from a science perspective that make it so functional and i realize it's all fashion right now you know these high luxury goods up that the alpaca market has been in and so what was that like five years ago i flew down on a one-way flight didn't know really anybody didn't speak spanish and um just started traveling around to build our first team what was the uh, so how big is the team um how, how big did you start and where and how have you grown in those few years so the the team started with me living on the top of uh one of the weaver's homes in the Andes <laughs> mountains uh and working on prototypes out of the kitchen while working you know making breakfast and it's grown to now employing full-time over 100, 100 quechua uh, women artisans um at four times the standard family living wage um, to be a certified B Corporation that is now uh, one best for the world, 21 and 22 this year. And our team growing in the U.S., I mean, we've brought on four people over the past two weeks. And so it's we, we're continuing to achieve double-digit growth year after year, but being completely bootstrapped. This company hasn't taken any investment, um, and it's something that was has grown through just genuine integrity within the customer marketplace and using those sales to finance more more growth you know a little bit by bit <laughs> so so you mentioned a, a b corp um did you do you think it's easier uh because you, you kind of started from scratch like to become a b corp like from the get-go than it is for maybe a larger company to kind of shoehorn into being a b corp you know I have so much respect for the B Corp team and the level of depth that they go with the actual quantification process to essentially put out a metric, right? Like it's a number that any company gets quantified based on with like hundreds and hundreds of deep dive questions. And so as that hierarchical structure gets bigger, obviously there are more gaps with company wages. There are 
less like you just don't have as big of an eye on your impact perhaps when you get to such a big size and i see a lot of companies now that are huge reverse engineering sustainability to hit right. those metrics right whereas for us it's always been in the innate dna and something that um is what this company is built on but i uh i'm so excited about how many companies i see out there now trying to get that certification you know i mean customers are waking up they're asking for it and uh, they want to know where their things are coming from who's making them how are they being treated like all of that is is increasingly important right now so i'm happy to be alive right in this in this area it's it's a good time and you're you're a great example i think for the rest of the, the industry what um so what do you what do you sell what uh, do you have men's women's uh what's, what's your product does yeah. look like we started with one hoodie we launched that kickstarter out of um it was a unisex hoodie built for adventure that was what the kickstarter went viral with and it still is one of our best sellers since then we've expanded into other you know product lines with alpaca functional activewear stuff that is um, really innovating on a fiber level with yarn and knitting like our socks we, we released our first running socks made of alpaca fiber um this year which have now sold out three times over and can't keep them in stock um and then obviously this huge new innovation that i think bill mentioned about the the jacket and this insulation right. which is by far greatest invention um yet with alpaca in bringing and putting it on the map um to change the outdoor industry so so it's a puffer jacket it's uh, going out this fall is that the, is that correct Correct, and the um, you know when you when you talk about the uh, um, you know the sales, are you is it, you're direct to consumer, right? Because you have a website. Do you have any retail distribution at this point, or right now, our just direct to consumer has fueled such fast growth, and for our margins to be able to reinvest in product at the growth rate we are, it really just makes sense right now to continue um, meeting customer demand directly to, to consumer because, you know, with retail, 50% cut of that going with high right. quantity and volume, we are looking very, very much into next year to expand B2B. I mean, a dream of mine would to be to get our sock program into REI would be to to find a way to grow and do alpaca pop-ups on our own. Like I want an alpaca tour with yeah, my sure. baby alpacas <laughs> down the whole West Coast during COVID. And thinking outside the box, I mean, physical activations are so important. I still really do believe that. Um, there's the, a little bit too much e-commerce and not enough physical uh, right. and, and customers need that. I think a, a brand needs that for for a real momentum to build. Oh, you should go to. Uh, I think I think it's every fall. It's in uh, Rhinebeck, New York. There's the Sheep and Wool Festival, and uh, alpacas show up. You know, the people bring animals, and it's amazing. But I would say about twenty five thousand. You know, wool heads. Yeah, wool head. Yeah, we'll call them wool heads. Yeah. show up. You know, and uh, it's You've just been. it's a yeah it's a trip it's uh it's really is fantastic the um let's talk about your target customer you know what do they how do they experience your brand i know you you have a lot of social media like what, what do they expect from from your brand and, and who would be your target customer what do they expect from this brand well to for for one is i i think people especially e-commerce nowadays are inundated with a lot of noise right and ads and people over promising and under delivering you right. know from from quality and so 
first and foremost, I think building a brand is building trust and people expecting now that there is integrity with everything we do and a product that we do release now with the given capacity and an amount of product with the new that we're making it has to be top notch and with our team it's like if we're going to make a new product why are we making this how much has this been tested and what value does this really add to people's lives? And so customers, when they interact with PACA and when we have a new launch, I think the reason that our brand has cultivated this very tribal movement is because we don't spam people. We don't, there's no pollution from that noise perspective. And when we, when we do communicate, it's very much from a place of heart and excitement and passion for this new innovation with sustainability. Cause at the end of the day, that's what this is about. You know, it's a, it's about um, innovating and, and showing a new example of how things can be done. And so that's, I really think what they expect to your demographic question I mean, we're very much pushing into the outerwear, outdoors industry and an opportunity there with adventure, hiking. Um, and then this jacket, I think, is the most functional thing that we've ever made um, for a performance level. And so that technical side really excites me because that is the majority of the outerwear industry is plastic, right? It's polyester, spandex, right, right. nylon, acrylic. And two thirds of all clothing right now is made out of oil such as that. And so it's just ironic that the clothing that that industry is making is the one that's harming it the most, right? With petroleum production, with microplastics now being found inside 80% of Americans, not to mention all corners of the, the ocean and, uh, you know, all species. And so really what I'm excited about is offering and innovating with new natural fibers such as alpaca to enable the outerwear industry to even use them. My long-term goal is to really have this incubator for sustainable innovation that allows companies B2B to use these products such as our insulation for their jackets, you know? Um, that's the focus. So uh, you mentioned, you, you talked about like uh, this authenticity, let's call it communicating with your uh, yeah. consumer i i and I'm, I'm not gonna embarrass anybody but i i sign up for a lot of um you know uh, direct-to-consumer uh e-tailers their, their newsletters and whatever and I, I test them by putting you know i'll put my name but i'll i'll, I'll do um you know lumphead zackowitz right and so i, I get these emails back and they're like dear lumphead <laughs> yeah and i'm like you know there's no human behind this you know and not really paying attention so my question is do you use data is there a human element to it is a little bit of thought and strategy behind that of course yeah and um in different touch points as well within that customer's journey to reach out to them on that personal level you know whether it's sending a really cute alpaca postcard to customers who have not engaged with the brand in 365 days say that's data that's information that we have and addresses and, and whatnot but with a cute personal touch that's not spammier in your face ways right. to have our brand be out there you know um a text-based email to, I mean, lumphead, but at least <laughs> with letting you have first access before we push this out publicly right. because you have bought something similar. Um, our new Basecamp blog uh, that is also going to be featuring our community and and uh, sustainable innovation, having an ecosystem um, 
ultimately if you're on people's minds i think you know that's a good step right is 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 being in all of the noise that everybody's living on people's you know minds as a brand and and challenging them to think differently about the world or their own life and um, their choice is really mattering. And so that's really what our focus is because customers are the one that is driving the change and they are the ones that have enabled us to get here. And so with all due respect, nothing exists without them. And that humility when you, you speak to customers from that and you show them that they sent these six Peruvian girls to university, right? Last year that we started our Pack of Scholars program um, or the impact they're having on the alpaca farmers down in Peru and how we're rolling out electric shearing practices because of that traceability program. There's there's so much to connect customers to. They get excited when you, like a pole of colors. What right. colors <laughs> would you guys like us to make their new sweater in? People feel like then they've ha- helped build it. Yeah. And then when that thing actually releases, they're so much more excited and a part of it. And so yeah, there's about- stakeholders, stakeholders in it. You know, there's stakeholders. hundred percent. So you just came back from rock climbing Peru's highest peak. Uh, is that correct? Heading there next, heading there next week. The, the trip has oh, been delayed with the, the jacket being um, finished with all of the technical details. But yes, I'm heading out to summit over 23,000 foot mountain down in Peru. Um, with a, a really expert mountaineer named Jose Mostajo and testing the, the jacket. Um, nice. Back to original point about <laughs> testing before releasing a new product. I mean, that for me is, if we're going to be pushing this out to have that level of, yes, personally tested and 100% can stand behind this thing at the most extreme climate on planet Earth, that, that matters. So, so when you're uh, mountain climbing or rock climbing or, or whatever yeah. climbing, snow, um, snow it, walls. Uh, that's the uh, is that is that part of the inspiration? Like, uh, what are you doing when you're at the top of a mountain? Is it you're thinking about the brand? Are you thinking about the product? Uh, is that where you find like inspiration? Or man, I think a lot of my job right now with this company is seeking clarity, and yeah. a lot of the times my my idea is about just where the direction is or yeah of course like a quality on the jacket when i'm testing it can be refined and and noted but i think more than anything it's about finding and creating space to have clarity and be unreachable and cut off distractions to get to that flow state um that's hard to come by nowadays how would you describe your your corporate culture this is like the team it's it's it sounds like it's very kind of open you guys are open to ideas right you, you listen you engage with the, the customer uh, how would you describe the culture uh, internally you're saying for yeah, internally sure yeah very candid best ideas win um and very young and energetic and and passionate every person on our team i think i'm so happy especially with these new four people coming on right that Every single one has fire within them and you can't put that into into someone. And so it's this it's this really energized team that we're all doing our own thing, but collaborating and um, connecting to Peru. I mean, half of our team is speaking fluent Spanish. 
knowing what's going on in Peru, speaking with the stakeholders to find solutions, whether it's the traceability for our whole new socks and making each one traceable back to the alpaca fiber that we were working on yesterday, or the jacket design I was up last night with, with Taiwan and speaking with our chief of product. Um, it's just hard, hard working, really talented people that love nature. If you were to ask every single one of them how they recharge, just going outside and sleeping going outside, sure. in the dirt, you know, which is for me to be able to have that competency, physic, like to be out there when we go to outdoor retailer and are showing the jacket in these outer spaces you know that is a vibe like our team and it's important how we show up and how we communicate to people that isn't just behind a screen so i take great pride in in our team and i'm so proud of each person becoming themselves does that make your leadership style or uh, leadership effectiveness easier when you have a good team 100 percent. yeah and I've, I've also had the opposite. I mean, I'm young, right? I'm the youngest person on the team. And so for me, learning the hiring process of judging and, and being able to determine a person's fit for the team is so important. I have made the mistake a few times now. And um, so much time is can be, I wouldn't say wasted, because the reason that you learn is why you, you get to the space you are. But it makes such a difference uh the people that joined this north star in mission that we're all marching towards and um we're we're family you know and so with that level of tightness the the vibe is really important so uh, we just have a few minutes left so what's next for packer how do you see the brand evolving over the next five years it's a really great question. I think we have a three-year plan in the five-year. The three-year is making Alpaca a household name and putting it on the map within the outdoor industry as a leader. Next to Merino, if not more functional. Um, this new patent-pending installation I spent the past three years on is releasing this fall and going on to hopefully fill a lot of jackets, whether even Cotopaxi or these bigger outerwear brand names and, and getting them to use it. The reason I really have been working so hard is because I want to enable others too. And so with all of our innovation with Alpaca, I'm really hoping to, I mean, we're getting collabs already started next year, doing a collab with Orvis and some other really cool companies. And so that B2B side and expansion, scaling this company, getting it to um, just a point of, of sales that is really exciting and impact. But then beyond that three-year mark, that is where PACA, I think, transitions out of PACA as its own subsidiary into an incubator where we can have hun- and be enabling hundreds of creators working on sustainable innovations. I mean, you know, one person isn't going to change the world, but hundreds, if not thousands of people working to the same North Star can. And so... The long-term goal is to really build an incubator that brings these new materials to market and and helps um, with that vertical structure. Chris, it was a pleasure talking uh, with you today. Uh, thank you so much. I'll um, stay in touch. You know, keep me posted. Um, we'll, we'll keep track of how you're doing and, and looking forward to your growth. I um, 
next time we see you uh it'll it won't be at twenty three thousand feet but you know, good luck <laughs> um thank i you. you know it was a pleasure having you here and thank you listeners for for being here thanks appreciate it Arthur. with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details